I know sports media, sports radio, sports talk, all of them want to just go after Joe Mazzullo or go after Jalen Brown. But you had a good year. Even people are parking back now saying, well, if E-May was there, that wouldn't have happened. Well, E-May got you to, you know, the finals. Joe Mazzullo was one game away from the finals. So, I, you know, until – and I've always said this, with, with these guys, until they win it, that's the thing about being with the Boston Celtics. You can play well. Other teams will celebrate what just happened. But for the Celtics, their goal is to get another banner, banner 18. And until they get that, it's going to be an underachievement with the kind of players right now you have. I think you're, you have a stacked team, team of some really, really high-quality players. And what do you do in free agency? Who do you bring in? Uh, I, I I don't know, but I, you know, I like what you have with this team. The thing that they have to learn to do is close games and not to be inconsistent. And sometimes that growth, you get that by growing in time. Uh, you know, Tatum and Brown together. Just find a way to close games because, you know, let's be very frank. You should you you essentially coughed that one up in Miami and then had a miracle play to win the game. And uh, it was just crazy to see it happen like that and then see the wheels fall off the bus immediately once you lose your best player. The big girls love that. Chicks love the last shot opportunity. Somebody give me a napkin so I can wipe my mouth. Welcome back into another episode of the Cedric Maxwell podcast. He is Cedric Maxwell. I am Josue Pavone and the Celtics. Man, we're in uh, off-season mode, right? We've had plenty of time to uh, digest the outcome of this Celtics team after coming back, nearly pulling off the uh, 3-0 upset, which would have been the first in NBA history. The Celtics tied the series up, got things to game seven, but fell short. 103-84 with the final score. And like I said, Max, we've had plenty of time to – go through everything right every angle of this mm-hmm. thing what happened what should have happened and now as we move forward well what, what what's what's next for this team max I, I mean i guess that's the point of this uh this podcast right like what's what's this off season going to look like or what would you like to see happen but first things first max take us let's let's uh, go through game seven real quick and in, in your opinion what do you think went wrong for that Celtics team uh up against the uh miami heat first play of the game it was very simple jason tatum twists his ankle and he was he was done. Essentially, he was playing as he said. I'm, I was a shell of myself. I didn't have anything. He had no lift, no elevation. And the team took their clues. They took their clues from Jason Tatum. Uh, and if you didn't believe it in that game, it was truly that way. Um, Caleb Martin, Caleb uh, LeBron Martin, you know, couldn't miss a shot while he was playing the Celtics. I mean. And Almost then MVP, go, Martin, right? Yeah, yeah. well, he should have been. He sh- actually should have been the MVP. Uh, I mean, Jimmy Butler played well, but it was more Caleb Martin who continuously was a thorn in the Celtics' side, either Absolutely. driving towards the hole or hitting through wide open trays or or trays with his hand in the face. So you know, he was he was that dude in that series, and uh, that's the thing about great players. Great players, yeah, for a while. Or, or great players and, and just good players and the fact that good players would do it sometimes. They'll do it in a series three or four games. But the consistency of him, again, 
can he do it in this Denver series? And so far, looks like Denver is going to – in just one game, obviously, small sample size, but right. Denver really looks like the superior team. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting, right? Some people think it's going to be a short series. I wonder how Miami's going to respond, especially when things go back to Miami, what the Denver Nuggets are going to look like. But, I mean, going back to what you're saying about Martin, though, that was the guy that really killed the Celtics all series long, mm-hmm. especially in that moment. But you look at other guys on that team, though. Yeah, Jason Tatum just lost his rhythm completely after that first play. No question about it. And the Celtics team sort of – obviously, they follow his lead. But I felt like that was an opportunity for someone else to step up, right? Someone like Jalen Brown. And Jalen had a tough night. I mean, what a what a worse way to go out, especially on that stage, game seven, a chance to go to the NBA finals. And uh, let's face it, he just wasn't ready for that moment. Is it that easy? Like, how do you how do you say it? Like, obviously, it's a bad time to have the worst game of, of your career, essentially, especially in the postseason. But in a game seven like that, eight turnovers, couldn't find your offensive rhythm. I, I mean, what what happens there with Jalen Brown, in your opinion? What, what do you think happened? I think exactly what you're saying. I mean, sometimes everybody's going to have a bad night. And that just happened to be a bad night topped off with Jason Tatum, you know, being hurt essentially from the beginning of the game. Uh, You know, no rhythm, no shots. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon, who has been arguably one of the best six men that's been been around in a long time for the Celtics. Uh, you know, the the uh, forearm injury wouldn't allow him to shoot the basketball. I mean, it was just yeah, that, uh, the, the, injury, the, injury, the injury bug and the timing bug hit him. And, man, you looked over there and how good would it have been to have uh, Gallinari uh, to come in and play part of that role. And he's starting to right now get back healthy. I don't think it would have been fair to throw him out there. Uh, but they've been talking about him practicing and what he can do next year. So, you know, it was just it, it was it was bad timing for the Celtics. Uh, you know, you you look at it. Game six was a miracle. Well, they should have won Game six. It shouldn't have got there. Then they get a miracle, and then you know it gets snatched back from them when Tatum twists his ankle. Essentially, the first play of the game, and um, Joe Mazzulla was dealing with a, a his his deck was uh, it was stacked against him uh, from mm-hmm. then on in. And then you have Robert Williams, you know, we, we find out after the fact that he was sick, he was throwing up and had a stomach bug. And, and that was a big part of the reason why he couldn't find his rhythm either. So, yeah, it's, it's bad timing for stuff like that, obviously. I mean, at the end of the day. But, I mean, Max, you expected a little more from this team, right? A little more fight. Like you said, uh, uh, what would have been a, a historic moment in Boston, Boston well, sports they, history, they, that Derek White boy. Not Boston sports history, in the history of the NBA. The history of the NBA. Okay, yeah, my fault. Right. 150 teams have been down 3-0, and not one of them had won. And the Celtics, it was teed up for them perfectly to win the sixth game by a miracle. And the three teams that had got it to the seventh game, all those games that were playing the seventh game was on the road. Celtics had the advantage of being home, the crowd, everything. The first couple of minutes of the game couldn't have gone. First couple of minutes, you get a couple of baskets, and then Tatum goes down. And from then on, it just seemed like it was it was it was downhill fast. But that's part of the game uh, that you're going to have injuries and, and things are going to happen like that to you in these situations. So what happens next, in your opinion? What, what do you what would you like to see happen? Would you like to see drastic changes? Do you think that this team needs to? you know, break up its core. I figured you would say that. 
mean, well, I don't well, either, but I what's just... The, I what's, the, what's the core reason for you to change it? I mean, this team was a basket, a, a game away from winning, from getting to the finals. Uh, people talked about Joe Mazzulla and said what he did or what he didn't do. I thought Joe Mazzulla had a very good year. He, he was solid. Did he make mistakes? Yes. Any coach is going to make mistakes. But I thought he he had the ear of his team. You could see the way he was talking to him, especially to get him to seven games. I mean, I it was yes. it, it. I know I know sports media, sports radio, sports talk, all of them wanted to just go after Joe Mazzulla or go after Jalen Brown. But you had a good year. Even people parking back now saying, well, if Emei was there, that wouldn't have happened. Well, Emei got you to, you know, the finals. Joe Mazzulla was one game away from the finals. So, I, you know, until – and I've always said this, with, with these guys, until they win it, that's the thing about being with the Boston Celtics. You can play well. Other teams would celebrate what just happened. But for the Celtics, their goal is to get another banner. Banner 18. And until they get that, it's going to be an underachievement with the kind of players right now you have. I think you're, you have a stacked team, team of some really, really high quality players. And what do you do in free agency? Who do you bring in? Uh, I, I, I don't know, but I, you know, I like what you have with this team. The thing that they have to learn to do is close games and not to be inconsistent. And sometimes that growth, you get that by growing in time. Uh, you know, Tatum and Brown together. Just find a way to close games because, you know, let's be very frank. You should you you essentially coughed that one up in Miami and then had a miracle play to win the game. And uh, it was just crazy to see it happen like that and then see the wheels fall off the bus immediately once you lose your best player. Well, the intensity of Miami Heat, too, man. I just felt like they were like, look, we're not going to be on the wrong side of history here. You're going to get the best punch we have. And look, that I team was afraid. No, no, no. I didn't. That, that, it didn't have. This wasn't about Miami at the end of the day. It really wasn't. This was more about the man, All the pressure was on those guys. What do you mean? No, it wasn't about it wasn't about Miami. It was about the Celtics. The Celtics were it, it, essentially at the beginning. They were favorite to win the series. Uh, you know, who, who is, who is our betting partner right now? You know, you read your commercial all the time. FanDuel, a good, Fan, a good friend of FanDuel that, that, uh, that, that Fan, pays nicely, Max. You FanDuel, know? FanDuel continuously had the Celtics as favorites. They had them as favorites. Even in the last game, they were favorites. So the pressure wasn't on the Celtics, especially at the end. The pressure was still on Miami. The Celtics, did they, did they get a fur ball in the throat? Did they pee the bed? Yeah. But, again, it's, it's about injuries. And, and injuries, you know, and I know people say they're part of the game, but that was a huge part. If you saw Jason Tatum, I went to the locker room at the end of the game. He was the only one in there. His uh, ankle was knee deep in a bucket of ice. And he said, hey, I was a shell of myself. I couldn't move. And without him, that was a huge part of what you do. And then you just said, then you had Brown, you know, didn't have a Jalen Brown game, an opportunity to step up and, you know, have eight turnovers. I think somebody said that tied the record for turnovers uh, by Larry, by, don't say it, shh, shh, Larry Bird. 
<laughs> who? Who, who is it? Larry Bird? People will be like, what? What do you mean that? What do you mean hey, Larry Bird? It's worth noting. Hey, that's uh, that's but, not bad but, company, right? But that's that that was what happens, and it just shows you. And I and I say that not to get on Larry because hell, I think he's one of the great of course not, right. to play. But to but I'm saying this to magnify that one of the greatest players ever to lace up tennis shoes had had a stat line of that where you had eight turnovers. But what he had, he had those other guys who could back him up and erase those turnovers without Jalen Brown, without, without Tatum, uh, you know, that seemed to just kind of fall on deaf ears and no Brogdon, uh, you know, Derek White played extremely well. Then Marcus didn't have a good scoring game. Uh, you know what he was able to do. So it was just a lot of, uh, uh bad vibes at the end of the day. Yeah. See, that's the thing with this team. I, I wonder how they respond. Right. And, and I think, I'm more curious about that. I'd rather see that happen than to see the alternative, which is them shake things up and go out and get get who get who I don't know. I mean, I'm sure we're hearing all kinds of names throughout the summer, but I don't see a, a way for the Celtics team to get overall better or at least do something like a huge trade for I don't know Damian Lillard or something like that. And, and all of a sudden, you know, you put yourself in a better chance than than what you have now. I don't know if that's if that's the case, especially in the, in the short term where we're talking about the next two three years and a potential contract extension for Jalen Brown. I guess that's the perfect way to go into our next topic here. Do you see that happening? Does he get his max contract? Do you see these two continuing to lead this team into a, a, another two, three year window to compete for a championship? Celtics would love to do it. Uh, it my, sounds like it. Brad Stevens sounds my, like it. My sources say that, you know, you got, I don't know but nobody other than what I read. That's all. No, you can say sources. <laughs> no, sources, Max. Say that. That was good. <laughs> my sources say that you know, yeah, that uh, that that Brad Stevens wants to sign Jalen Brown to a long-term deal. You know, this is the last year of his contract. I know they'd love to have him time up. Tatum can get the supermax, but what you're going to have then if you get you sign both those guys? Now you're talking about close to five hundred million dollars. Uh, for two players, and how do you stretch that out? How many other players can you bring in? Paraguay has maybe one or two more years ago. You did sign Al. Rob is signed, so you have some of your key components right now who are already going to be there. And uh, I like what Brad Stevens said. Look, bringing back Joe Mazzulla. They asked him, so you want? He said, bringing back Joe Mazzulla. Yeah, so he's he has Joe Mazzulla. Of organization, he has the confidence of the uh, guy dealing with basketball, our rec operations and brand. And I think pretty, pretty much sure uh, the ownership group, uh, which is around the Celtics, are very happy with who Joe Mazzulli is and what they have him for. Yeah, I mean, look, the, we, we talked about it all year. Like, it, it's nothing is ideal about the way he got the job, right? And look, if this team went out and, and got swept, I don't know. I think it'd be more of a talking point as to if he lost his team. But the fact that this team responded in a big way, winning three in a row, and, and obviously pointing at him as, as someone that, you know, helped guide these guys. And obviously, they all had to come together to pull something off like that. But Joe Mazzullo is the guy I feel like they want to play for. They want to see him succeed. And 
again, I would love to see what this team looks like next year. But there's got to be some changes around the team, around the roster, right? I mean, I'm not talking about the, again, the core. I would love to see what they have. But, I mean, the second unit ran thin. Uh, look, Malcolm Brogdon ran out of gas. And that's been the story of his career. Maybe that's something we should have no. seen him in. I mean, not ran out of gas in terms of, yeah. you know, who he is. But you know what I mean, Max? Like, the injuries popped up again. You know, it's it's happening. It's happening in Milwaukee when he was with the with the Indiana Pacers, and here it goes again. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen at the tail end. That, of that, is, that is just one of the things that happens when you think about playing. That you're going to have injuries, and so you're hoping to be stronger. Than you're you know? hoping that the injuries are at in timely moments. Are you committed right now to Davison, Jay-Z, Jay, uh, him coming back, him developing as a guard? Does he have any room? Does Pritchard have any room? Muscala, does he have any room? Are you going to bring back um, um, all the guys that you look at on your bench right now and, and going to say, well, I want this guy. Grant's Grant, a big I, question think, mark. Uh, yeah. Grant's going to be a big question mark. So, so I think, you know, there's some – I would love that, that if they kept Grant. Grant fits in well with what they do, but can they afford to – if somebody comes out with a big contract, can they afford to have them? So, I mean, there's some question marks, but your core players, your two core players, we can talk about Brown and Tatum, you you can surround them with different players. So I'm, I'm okay where they're at. And what I loved about this season is I saw the maturity and the growth and Jason Tatum, and that was that was very pleasing as a rebounder, as a defender, as a uh, leader of this club. I, I saw the growth that I'm looking for when you think about a guy in his position with his character Definitely. and who he is. Yeah, yeah, and you know, there's not a, he hasn't hit the ceiling yet too. I think that's yeah. the most inspiring about one hundred percent. Hey, Max, before we uh, transition real quick, because I know you got plenty to say about the NBA Finals, so we'll, we'll end with that. But I, I wanted to squeeze this in here uh, about what Danny H had to say, which I thought was really interesting. It was uh, to uh, Dan Shaughnessy of the Boston Globe, and he said uh, this is about uh, what he has to say about Joe Mazzulla, right? Uh, I don't think there's anybody there that doesn't believe that Joe is better than Ime as a coach. And I thought that was really interesting for him to say and go out and, and say something like that. Obviously, not no longer with the organization, but saying just how impressed he was with Joe Mazzulla, given the situation that he was in. And, of course, he's also looking forward to what this team will look like when he gets a full offseason after coming off his very first, uh, first year as head coach. Uh, Danny tries to say some of the right things. I'm not sure. It's almost like a backhanded slap, though. Uh, I think Joe Mazzulla did a great job considering, you know, what he did and what he had to handle coming into a team with expectations of uh, being one of the best teams in NBA for a while, they were absolutely on a roll. And the same thing you can say about Tatum Tatum was on a roll. He was on the roll as a, uh, a high um, MVP guy this year. And then he had that, that little slump in there and he down and then he finally the playoffs to remind you who he is and what he can do. So, um, you know, it was just unfortunate. I remember him talking about how excited he was to come back to the garden. I'm sure we're going to get a little, you know, I may have to get that little B-roll tape that he has sometimes and seeing placing in there where Tatum said, 
I have never been so excited about mm. coming back to play, come back home and part in front of these fans. And that was so cool to hear, hear him say that and for him to twist that ankle with the first play of the game, man, that was just, that's, that's Buzz's luck. And uh, so, so that did happen. All right, Max. So, what are you thinking, man? You thinking uh, the the game one is an indication of how dominant this Denver Nuggets team is going to be? I mean, the final score doesn't really tell the whole story because they had, they had a comfortable lead throughout, and and uh, the Miami Heat managed to get it down to about twelve at the end. But what's your take on this thing, man? Is it the altitude? Is it the uh, high altitude that the Miami Heat going through? Are they going to adjust? How do you how do you see the series playing out? It isn't the altitude. The altitude does affect you when you play in those situations. It's not about that. I think that Denver is just a bigger, stronger, more capable team. Uh, until you find somebody who is going to counter uh, what Jokic does, then how are you going to play there? What Murray is able to do? What Miami did, they threw a, bu- a bunch of junk defenses against the Celtics. And um, and in the last game, it really worked. Celtics were so confused. You yeah. can't well, play. Well, they were switching. Remember that game seven? Yeah. They were switching like crazy. I don't know if you can well, do that with the Denver team. Well, you can't. The thing you can't do is Denver gets the ball when Al gets the ball in the paint, and that's the way you break up a zone. Throw mm-hmm. the ball in the middle, and this guy makes a great decision. Al didn't yeah. make those decisions. Al was immediately throwing the ball to the corner and the threes were being missed instead yeah. of sometimes what uh, Joker does is he turns, sees he has a mouse in the house, steps in and gets a little bunny. I would maker. love to see the Celtics yeah. do a lot more of that. And that's where he's really going to uh, be a difference between uh, what they do and, and what the Celtics did and what Miami did on the defensive end. Yeah, I was um, – one thing I was impressed – about was uh bam bam out of bio's big game i I didn't see that one coming so i wonder how that how that pans out for the rest of the series but of course jimmy butler see how he responds as well but yeah i just want to see what they look like when they get back when he gets back to miami i mean obviously game two should probably be closer than it was in game one but you're saying in five i like the nuggets chances to go up 2-0 but you're saying this thing is wrapped up this is gonna wrap up in five okay wraps up five i think they're i think it wraps up in five and if the nuggets win game two and you know and they put together that kind of effort that they deal with the lakers they could be it could be could have I just think they're a more dominant more talented team uh miami played well i'm not taking anything away from them they played very well especially in that last game but they also had some luck to go along with it when uh tatum went down in that game and the game plan for the Celtics has always been about stopping jason tatum well, for your know, other teams, the game plan is to stop Tatum. Well, Tatum stopped himself when he got got injured, and it wasn't wasn't a dirty play. He went up with a shot. He came down. Came down on the guy's uh, uh, foot and essentially turned his ankle all the way over. And anybody who's played basketball before, you look at that play, and when you see that ankle twist and hit the ground, and there's there's, there's yeah. not a there's not a sickening more sickening feeling. I remember. As a young boy, when I was, it must have been about 10 years old, I'm jumping from, there was, now you, sometimes you have these posts at the recreation center, you know, sometimes the stop cars and, you know, mm-hmm. I'm jumping one post to the other post and I jump and just, oh my God, t- mm-hmm. turned my 
go all the way over. And my buddies essentially made me walk home. And my ankle has never been the same since. So, <laughs> Jason Tatum, that was just, uh, I, I, I could feel this pain. Uh, no question. No question. It's tough. It's a tough way to go out, obviously, and something that he's obviously going to uh, have to think about because you can't get right into the next season, right? You got to go through these months and, and process everything and, and, and then come back. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. And also well, next week, what's well, up? You're, you're the Celtics, though. You, you look at it. You're in, you're in really good shape, especially if even if Brown doesn't sign. Brown still has one more year on his deal. If you're the Celtics, the thing about the NBA now is having great wings. And you got two of the most dynamic wings. You have two guards. You have three guards where you're strong right there. Rob Williams had a had a, a injury, always an injury prone. He needs to be healthy. And then Al has been – Al was really solid this year until he finally ran into Miami and he couldn't hit any shots. But, yeah, and, yeah, you're talking, and you're talking about bringing back Gallinari. If you able, if Gallinari is able to bring you some of that scoring back, man, they they I, I don't see a lot of holes in what they do. Um, but then you're talking about will you bring back Blake Griffin? I'll ask you. I'd love to see Blake back, but you know, uh, under if he's willing to, you know, after what happened. But I just I just wonder what's going to happen with obviously guys like Rob Williams. How's he going to respond? His body going to respond? Grant Williams' future, like, you got to pick up some of these, I don't know, somehow if you can fill these holes that you're getting out of the second unit. I mean, whether it's secondary scoring, someone up front that you can rely on, because like you said, you're you're relying on guys' health way more than than most teams should. Especially okay. for teams that have to go deep into the playoffs, Max. Shouldn't have to worry about so many important players. You know what I mean? Right. Robert Williams, Malcolm Brogdon, sixth man of the year. I mean, these are guys that have to be healthy and haven't shown you any signs of being able to do that to the end. You know? Well, let me go, let, let's go through it then. All right. I'm gonna give you a, I'm gonna give you the mark then. You get a chance to do it. Peyton Pritchard. He's probably gone. I mean, what's going to keep him around if he knows that he's, he's behind Derek White, he's behind Smart, he's behind Malcolm Brogdon? So that's probably a chip that you have to use to, to try to, to, to get someone that, that can fill in that role or fill in some sort of secondary scoring role that you need. Sam Hauser. Hauser, I would love to, to see come back. I'm, I'm disappointed that he wasn't – that he, we didn't see him more throughout these Cubs finals, to be honest. Um. Let's go with uh, AJ. Who bring bring him back or not? The the point guard for who didn't play last year, Davison. Oh, Davison. Um, JD, JD. I I'm not quite sure he's ready, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I would love to see him back in the G League. You know, someone that you can potentially in the future take over a pay and pitcher role, but he's too raw right now. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm just uh, trying to go down that bench and see Mascot. Hey, I'm, I have no problem with this core. Marcus, Jalen, Tatum. Well, no, well, Muscala, I don't want to see anything like that. But after Muscala. that, Muscala. Muscala, I would love to see him have an increased role, but I don't know, man. <laughs> you like, do. You got to cut the fat someplace. All but right. That's you the keep, thing, Max. I, everything, I mean, I've said, everything I'm saying right now, you keep going. Oh, I'd love to see him back. I love, and then at the same time, your next rep, you're going. No, no, no. I'm saying Pritchard. Pritchard, there's no role for him, right? I'm saying Pritchard could go. Muscala, yeah. I mean, he could go. But I, I thought you're asking me guys that you would want to see if, if they're able to come back and, be, and give you something. But yeah, okay. Pritchard, Muscala. 
Yeah. You know, like just wanted to know where you but what are you getting from these guys? But oh, Blake, no, I'm Blake not saying like bring these are guys you, back. Are you are you will you bring Blake Griffin back? Blake is the one that I think, yeah. If he's willing, yeah. But like he's gonna he's like someone that 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 you plug in when someone can't go. You know what I mean? He's not he's like an insurance guy. Yeah, that's okay. not someone I want to see playing sure. 20 minutes a night. You know? Okay. It's a lot. It's a lot, Max. But I tell you this much, you know, changing coaches and all that. No, 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 don't do that. Oh no! Nice. no I think that he again. I think he deserves another chance. I think he did Absolutely. a great job. Absolutely, these guys want to play for him. You know, yeah. It's just they, yeah. they have something in them that they they make these mistakes or they they take things for granted. Like game six, they took that for granted. Just from the attitude going into game seven, I don't know what they expected. As it's going to be shots are going to just I start falling for them. You know, game, game six, they played well. Until the very end of the game, the same thing that's hurt them like in this took, season. They took that last couple of minutes for granted, that's Max. They didn't have it. That's what I'm saying. In this season, if I could correct one thing, that would be it. Keep your foot on the gas. Yeah. The Celtics don't do that at the end, and I think they almost play not to lose. And what I mean by that is all the things that got them there, pushing the ball. Uh, getting great shots, moving the ball around, they stopped doing in the, in the last three, four minutes of a game. And you don't feel as comfortable in Miami. Just you, Miami got lucky to get to a point where they were able to do that. But at the same time, it shouldn't have been that close. Yeah. yeah. No, it shouldn't have been. That's for sure. I agree with yeah. that. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll wrap up with uh, – We'll wrap up the, the NBA Finals, I think, uh, according to you, right? I guess next week, if this thing does go five, we, we should be talking about the end of, uh, <laughs> the, end of the uh, NBA Finals and, and, and crowning the Denver Nuggets as champion. I mean, that, that's my favorite to win, this, to win the series, but I think it's going to be longer than people expect. I don't know. I, I think Miami's got more fight in them. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. Well, this yeah, episode yeah. of the Celtic Maxwell Podcast, of course, brought to you by FanDuel. And new fans right now get the no sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you head to fanduel.com slash Boston. Don't want to miss out on this, man. If you guys haven't checked it out already, that's $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. So you can mess up and FanDuel's got you covered with up to $1,000 in bonus bets. That's fanduel.com slash Boston. Don't miss out. If you haven't done it already, again, that's fanduel.com slash Boston. Max, enjoy yourself. I know you're chilling with the fam. I know you had a reunion over the weekend. I'm sure you kicked it with a lot of old friends you haven't you haven't seen in a while, man. How was that? 50, the big 5-0. Man. 50, 50 year class reunion, class of 1973. Uh, my graduate class was 364, 65. And there are over 300 people who are still alive right now. So uh, pretty good for people right now heading towards seven. That's awesome, man. What was the night like? You guys telling those same stories? You, they asking same you about story. what happened in the, in the Eastern Conference Finals? How, what was it like? Same stories. A lot of Celtic fans, a lot of Laker fans. It was it was interesting to see, you know, and people just talking about my career and how they've seen me, and then they see me in broadcast and all that stuff. So. It was a uh, it, it was a it was a very good night and uh, but you know right now I'm looking forward to uh, this this upcoming season and seeing what Brad Stevens has in his uh, his bag of tricks. I think he did a great job last year with Brogdon 
you know, people talked about, oh my God, they lost their first round pick and and got for Derek White. And you're going, yeah, Derek White is a first round pick, and you would he is he really helped you and he solidified himself nicely this year. One hundred percent, man. No, yeah. yeah, that that's the one piece that I feel like is a uh, getting better too around Tatum and Brown, right? He's been adjusted the way he's adjusted from the trade and having a full season with those guys, man. It's, mm-hmm. it's incredible. And I know his pop is happy too, man. So shout out to him. I thought that was pretty cool for his dad to go on and you know repping repping his son on Twitter and that went viral after he uh, after he made the the, the biggest shot. And he's like, man, that's my boy. Oh, my God, that's my boy. I love that. I love that tweet. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for this episode. He's Cedric Maxwell. I am Joe Sway Pavone. We'll see you guys next week.